0: What is up? Ooh. Sorry. What is up, guys? Welcome back to Honeybees Spill the Tea. This is episode, probably I think episode number ten. I'm sorry, I'm so behind. I need to film three episodes because I didn't do one on Mother's Day, and then I didn't do one um, the day before that, and then the day before that. Hold up, my big computer is about to turn on, so you might hear a big noise, but. We're gonna bring part three to the spooky stories. I'm sorry I had to end early on the Annie one because it keeps on happening where my uh, thing just shuts off. That's what I was talking about. Sorry, but in the Annie story, uh, I finished the I finished the whole story, but there's um what happens in the end is that Annie gets killed. So basically. So, in the very end of the story, Annie gets killed by the guy in the closet. We don't know how she gets killed, but she gets called, killed by the guy in the closet. And after she gets killed by the guy in the closet, that's when, at the very end of the story, everything seems so good again. Like, nothing ever happened. Like, like um, the guy was like on the to of the other guy, like, oh, I want to see you tomorrow. I really miss you and stuff like that. And so that wasn't really Annie. That was a guy pretending to be Annie. So sorry. Uh, all these alerts. So yeah. So today we're going to read four because we should have read another one. Well, I read that. I read another one, but the thing sh- literally shut off. Actually, we're only gonna read um, three because uh, the this this one that it is. Um, I hear the the one that we're about to read called the whispers. It is so long. That's why I hated it when it cut off because I was like still talking, but I didn't know that it cut off. Hold on, I'm gonna sneeze. Uh. Okay, I'm done. Oh, that feels better. Okay, so let's go. This story I do not tell often. I promise sincerely that this has scared me for life and although I have looked into psychological explanations for what I heard and natural explanations for what occurred, they may remain unsatisfactory. When I was a child, I was scared of the dark. I swore to my mother I heard voices in it. They were evil, but they were not familiars, and so they scared me. It was not uncommon in the middle of the night for me to wake up and hear whispers as I call them as I called them when I my mom. She figured she she figured they were just bumps in the night, in typical kids nightmare material. I tried often to explain to her that this was more than that. They sounded different from one one another, the ways people <sighs> The wait, wait, sorry. They sat. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to. I, I, I'm trying to start again. I tried often to explain to her that it was more than that. That they sounded different from from one another. To the way people's voices do. There we go. Um, um, on some nights, I would get, I would get so scared of these whispers that I would sleep in my mom's bed with her. I was. It was added a bonus. What? Sorry. I cannot eat. I forgot whatever. I it, it was added. It was an added bonus that her bathroom was directly outside of her bedroom from my late night tinkles. Okay, why is that important? I didn't really want to know that I'm about to get breakfast after I'm finished with the podcast. So I don't really want it. Hear that? I should add at this point, when talking out in the hall to go to the bathroom, you looked directly down the stairs. That would lead you up into my living room on the first floor as my mom's bedroom was on the second floor. One such night around Christmas, I awoke and felt the need to reveal myself. I walked out from the door and distinctly heard a phrase, Look, and Tobias saw the ship. A red light, almost like a spotlight, was cast upon the wall. At the very bottom of the stairs, the light was had no source. It was itself, and it was trans it was transfixed by it. Okay. Before I move on to this next paragraph in this really long story, in Christmas, most people have Christmas trees. All right. And I don't know if his has, like, rainbow lights because my Christmas tree always has rainbow lights. And sometimes in the nighttime during Christmas and the lights are off, the red lights are there. So I'm just trying to pick in my head why this kid would see that and think it's immediately something totally scary and something is wrong. But, if he's saying the light isn't coming from anything, then like it could be something outside. like literally, there's so many lights in my in this little office room that I am, and there's so many little dots, but the wind but the blinds are literally shut closed, like they're the tightest blinds ever. And we do this because it keeps the the light just a little bit of light keeps me up at night. so. Yeah, so I don't really know if you should be scared for seeing the light that's coming out of something else. But sure. Being a little kid and only being a few days from Christmas, I knew what this light was. It was Santa. How else did he get into my house and I was a good boy? A few days from Christmas. Why would he be there before, bro? Bro? Mm. I was excited. I began walking down the stairs to greet him, picking up my pace after the second step as it began to creep off the wall and to fade into darkness in my living room. That's when I heard him. A strong, masculine voice. Okay, this is where, if this kid, I don't know how old this kid is, this kid needs to have a phone. He needs to open up his voice memos, record it, then pretend like he did not like, and then tell his mom the next day. And then his mom has to believe him. Because if your mom doesn't believe you, then that's not good. You, like, you need to talk to the person in the thing for your for, for your mom to believe it. Because, like, you could literally get something on Google. I mean, on um, or YouTube on your TV and record you say next to that. But it needs to be, like, believable. That's... Uh, oh, Lord. That... Um, that's when I heard him—a strong, masculine voice. Different, different than the first. Oops, not at all like my father's. I, it said, "Stop right now. Go back up those stairs." I listened, turned around, and what happened next, I'm not sure. I believe. I would believe if someone had told me the same story. After reaching the top stairs, I heard a very loud crash that sent me running back to my mother's bed, where I drummed straight into the covers and stayed there the whole night. Okay, I'm sorry. If you heard a if this crash was so loud in your house, and then you jump on your mom's bed before it happens, like in the middle of the thing, won't she immediately wake up? Because if you're jumping so hard on the bed and then a big loud crash, like a bang, I don't really understand. Oh Lord. When we awoke the next morning, the Poncietta lights, my mother had put really nuts were so pulled straight down from the bottom of the stairs. Some broken from what seemed like a forceful tear laying in a single pile. The dry sink in my living room has Fallen off the wall? What? Like, I know how they say stranger danger and people literally come into your house. But we don't know if that was honestly Santa in this kid's house. It could be an intruder telling the kid to go back upstairs. Like, you don't come downstairs. You tell your parents, and then you tell your parents to come down with you with a bat or with a knife. Like, come on, kid. When mm-hmm. your dry sink falls, oh, that's sad, my mother could not explain it, my father was worried that we we, we had been the victims of a home invasion, there was no missing, there was nothing missing, nobody had broken in, there did not seem to be any reason this had happened, and then I saw it. And I kept quiet about it because I was so afraid I could not force the words out of my mouth. Bro, okay, not that you can only not force the words out of your mouth, but no one honestly would believe you. Okay, if my friend said that, I, I, I wouldn't believe them unless they had strict proof that tells me, Oh yeah, this is how that, yeah. No, I wouldn't believe you. There on the edge of the wooden dry sink, which had been facing up, were the indentions where the wood had been worn. Almost as if in, force, in forceful grip. Something down there had grabbed it and threw it down. That was what the bang was. I was mortified. After the day, I never heard a single voice again. I did not like to imagine what was walking downstairs for me that night. If it was anything at all, but I can tell you, the reality was something had physically acted upon two things in my house near the bottom stairwell. Last chapter, I mean paragraph. After this, I have never heard another whisper again. Which is sad because some ways I would have thanked the man that had stopped me from going down those stairs. This happened when I was seven. I'm 20 years old now. But in this incident, I'm still afraid of the dark, especially shadowy stairwells. Oh my goodness. Now, one thing that I can't understand is why, okay, why would these people, I know moving into a house is a lot of money or something like, And it, okay, moving to a house is very expensive. It's even more expensive if you buy the house instead of renting the house. But if something like this happened and, okay, let's say I was the parent and this was my son. And every single night of his seven, every single night uh, until every single night when he was able to start talking, he hear he heard things. Okay, and then one night around Christmas time, we hear a bang, and he hears a voice of someone downstairs. Okay, that is when I would be moving. Like if I didn't believe my kid at first, I would. But, like, I feel like there's a way that you could believe the kid for how this kid is talking. Like, um, like how the kid is, like, talking. And, like, if he was, like, really scared, then I would believe him. But then, but wouldn't you be scared that someone was in your house and that it was days before Christmas, may I say? Because why would Santa be in your house a few days before Christmas, like, that's what I. That's what I still don't understand on that story. That was one of my favorites. Annie ninety six and this one was one of my favorites. I think this one was my number one favorite of all time because Annie ninety six was okay for me. But yeah, this this uh the second one that we're reading today is called The Grandfather. Actually, if I have enough time, I do have enough time because it's only seven and my class starts at eight thirty. We might be able to read for. I don't know. Hold up, let me blow my nose again, because... My grandfather told me this story about one time he was sitting in a chair in front of the house when he heard his wife repeatedly calling him from inside the house. This... The thing is, my grandmother passed away a few years before that. Whoa. But he told me that the voice was so pressing that he actually got up to look inside the house. And as soon as he got inside, he heard a loud crash behind him and then turned around to see that the chair he had been sitting on moments ago had been crushed by a cast iron guitar that fell on it. If he hadn't come outside of the house, he would have probably been seriously injured. I don't know if it's paranormal or not, but every time I think about it, it just chills down my spine. Okay, are these real stories? I honestly want to check because I'm. Um... Okay, so I don't know if these are real stories, but that one, I feel like that's one of the worst case scenarios to have something fall on you, but what happens if there's just someone who has a voice that just sounds like that, like, because um, I'm really close to these people, they're like family to me, uh, they're, they're the Thomases, they own a company called These Three Boutique, and they all have country accents, and all their country accents, they're not this deep, but Hey, y'all, um, I'm Peyton. That's how they literally talk. And they all sound the same. So how did they know that it wasn't someone else? Like, I, I would think, I would, I don't know. I would just, I wouldn't technically, I honestly wouldn't want to go inside. Like, if someone I had not had passed away, I wouldn't technically go inside. Because if I wasn't with anyone, why would I go outside? I would literally pick up that chair if I was that guy. And I would hit that person so hard until they fell to the ground. And then grab the phone and ran away very quickly. And then ask for help because I wouldn't go inside. Even though I couldn't get chairs, uh, chair smashed, um... I would still get help because nine one one would come, and then I could tell them everything, even if they didn't believe me. Then I, cause, cause you know when you get hit by, I feel, oh, that's a good thing. I, I feel like they wouldn't believe you, honestly, if I have to be honest, because you know, however, when you get like in a coma, or you have a concussion, and you you get your head hit on things, and then you tell people, and they don't believe you, like that's that's probably what I feel like they would do so yeah okay so the we're not gonna read four stories because the fourth story is really long it's just like the for the first one that we made so let's just get into it so that the last one that we're reading today is called the craved shadow i was babysitting my niece once while i was staying at my brother's place and they had the baby camera set up so that i could see her on the little tv it came with I was studying and started dozing off when I heard some whispering and realized it was coming from the monitor. I literally thought it was some feedback or something, but when I looked at the TV, there was a dark shadow near my niece's crib. I've never been more terrified in my life, but the the shadow was clearly there where it had not been before. Bro, shadows can be anywhere. I, I don't understand why people get so scared when they see one shadow and they start freaking out. Okay, the shadow wasn't there before. The little baby could have like been walking on the ground and then ran into like the blinds or something. And then the blinds could have created the shadow because like some of the blinds could have could have gotten stuck somewhere. Like that happens all the time at my house with like these long little things. <laughs> um blah, 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 blah. I ran to my niece's room and looked around but saw and saw nothing. I that took her out of there. I went back to the TV and the shadow and the shadow was clearly gone. Oh my goodness, have you guys ever seen that Creed Out episode of that? I'm sorry, I don't know why I'm sidetracking. Have you seen the Creed Out episode? It was with the second season. No season can beat the first season. But on the second season, with a little baby turned into that super creepy little alien baby. What happens if that's what happened? Ooh. I told my brother what happened and he pulled me aside to tell me not to mention it to my sister in law because she'll freak about it. But that had seen but but he had seen that same thing several times now with the same whispering, Sorry, my sister's making a shake and the little protein smoothie. They stayed in that house for about four more whoa four more years and then my niece just started to talk. She could tell her mom about her special friend to this day it scares me when they moved out. my brother told me Lenise had become in I don't know inconspicably sad because she would miss her friend her mom would tell her she could bring him along but she always would especially she, she would always but all she would say was he couldn't leave the house we have never told her about that that shadow, and she apparently never saw it. Okay, that might be one of my favorites. Actually, I'm sorry, I might have to debate. Okay, I cannot explain to you guys how what a what a tongue twister that is. That that I feel like I was literally. I feel like that that would be an amazing, uh, creeped out plot line. I feel like I was in the middle of a walking through a horror story. That was 110% amazing. That one had to be my favorite. Because I, okay, at first, um, if you saw a shadow, so to all people listening, and you were a parent or something, or you were like babysitting someone, and then you saw a shadow, would you and it wasn't there before, I would you get utterly completely scared? I don't think so either. You might get utterly completely scared. But if it if it just stays there, like I would say, I would say it would start getting creepy if it was getting nighttime and the shadow was excuse me, it was literally still there and the blinds were closed, but the nightlight was on. But the nightlight didn't create any type of shadow. And it was just still it was just still there. That would that would be when I would start to get creepy. But that is so scary that this little kid says, oh, he can't move. Like, oh my lord. Well, now that I am utterly terrified, I have to get ready for my class and make my breakfast. So my class doesn't start until eight thirty. It's seven forty-two right now for me. While I'm recording my podcast, we've done a long, a long podcast. Um, we're doing more episodes today. We're doing two more episodes today. So yeah, if I finish eating my, if I finish making my breakfast and come back here before my school starts, because we're getting new stuff. So yeah. Yeah, my school year is bro almost over. Actually, before I let you guys go, well, you guys can exit anytime you want. I can't because I still have to do a lot of stuff. Oh my goodness. Okay, so my school technically ends in two weeks. I guess now it's kind of three weeks because we were supposed to end um a June fourth, but. Honestly, we weren't really supposed to because we were just supposed to get ready for, like, promotion and other stuff. Like, we were supposed to get ready for camping and stuff like that. But since of this whole virus, we we weren't able to do that. So, I don't know if they're going to shorten it. But, honestly, on the last day of, um... On the last day of school, I will do a very special video, like a whole school recap. And also, I'm going to be teaching. So, um, on the last day of school, I just want to get you guys ready for me. It's probably going to be posted on June 4th or whenever we, like, seriously end school. But on the last week of school, my teacher said, is you're going to teach the class anything. So, I'm going to do a quarantine routine. And what I do in a day of quarantine and all this other stuff... So that they can know and so that you guys can know what I do in a holiday of quarantine if you guys want to come. And then for when my first day of school starts, which is on August 5th, I will do a very special first day of school. Little thing. I'm not sure wh- how, what I can do, but again, guys, please hit me up in my messages if you don't want me to keep on doing the same boring episodes because I honestly, they're so fun and so cute, but honestly, I don't really like always doing them because I feel like you guys get tired. So before someone interrupts my podcast and I have to retape it, stay cute, stay sweet, eat honey, not me. Bye, guys. I leave.